You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Drinks with Johnny Thirsty Thursday podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here this week. Now on Thirsty Thursday podcast, as you know, I go back and do a follow-up phone call with this week's guest. Earlier this week, we dropped our episode with Little Joe of Lagwagon, me first in the Gimme Gimmies, RKL, so many great things. The bassist extraordinaire that he is, Little Joe Rapazzo. So great to have this conversation with him. I'm glad that you guys already dug that episode because I know you did. I know you already listened to that episode before you got here, right? If not, it's still there. Don't worry. We release that episode on Monday, as always, and we're doing our follow-up today. It's really funny because I was just in San Jose visiting my sister-in-law, and uh, it was <laughs> I didn't realize, or I guess I should have realized, that little Joe actually lives in San Jose. So I could have done this in person, but instead I waited till I got home. I'm hanging here, back in Huntington Beach, and now I'm going to give Joe a call and see what he's been up to. I do know that uh, he unfortunately had covid um, and uh, it hit him pretty hard, apparently. So I'm, I'm uh, going to ask him a little bit about that. He also listened to the episode and said he had so much, so many things that he wished he had said right <laughs> on that episode. And this is the reason why we do these follow-ups. Uh, a lot of these guests sometimes don't remember what they said. I mean, you got like a few weeks to a month. I think this one might have even been a month and a half uh, since we recorded and released. And you know, when that happens, it takes a little bit of time and. You forget what you said until I send them the, the audio and for, for them to listen back to and make sure everything's good before we let you guys hear everything. And uh, it was a lot of fun uh, going back on this one. And again, just becoming friends with Joe over the last month has been uh, an absolute pleasure. He's a hell of a bassist and an even better human being. Uh, so let's give him a call, see what he's up to. I know he's got a lot he wants to say. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what little Joe's up to right now. Johnny! <laughs> Joe, how are you, man? Uh, <clears throat> I'm feeling better. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that you're feeling better. I was just telling the uh, audience here that I know that last couple weeks uh, kicked your ass pretty hard, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I got, the, like, the, the BA5 variant, BA4, BA5. Like, if people are reading the news about COVID, most people don't even give a shit these days, but... If you're reading the news, it's it's like this is the most pro- prominent variant, and um, and it really doesn't care if you've had it before or if you've had um, uh, previous vaccinations. It just it just gets right in you. It's like fuck that shit. You're getting it. It's cool. <laughs> did you get Did you get any other variants before on that? I did. I I, I believe I got the Delta in um, San Diego on on the 2021 20, tour when we had to cancel our second date there. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was, it was Omicron or if it was, it was anything else, but I'm pretty sure it was Delta. 
uh, and that shit didn't kick my ass at all. Like it, it was weird. I felt okay. like kind of sick, like, like something was brewing in me, you know, when your body, like kind of like, uh, I don't know what, what the right sensation or word is to describe it. But like when you kind of feel like, uh, like your body is almost like trying to go to sleep, you know what I mean? Like you right. feel tingly everywhere. Like you're getting sick. That's interesting. So, uh, but it's really interesting that that last one didn't really fuck you up, but this one, completely different. That, that's why I was. Uh, you already answered my question. I was going to ask if the previous ones had fucked you up a little bit. Uh, you know, I think all of the um, vaccines that I got like fucked me up, and I heard that's a good thing because you're actually like not fighting it or building up antibodies if if you're like kind of cruising through it and you don't feel anything so every every uh vaccine i i've had um has kind of fucked me up a little bit and i've had like like the whole cocktail i mean the first vaccine i got was was the johnson and johnson the one and you're done mm. which was which was a trip and then the second one i got was moderna and then i got pfizer for the booster and Jesus. uh and then i got and then I got, uh, yeah. And then I got, um, and then I got COVID, COVID in between the Moderna and the Pfizer shot. So I thought I was doing pretty good. And, and you know, um, we had to cancel our our Canadian tour, our our uh, Canadian planes tour, due to the fact that we got COVID at band practice. But you know what's fucking weird about that is that Chris Rest got it, Flip got it. Uh, Dave got it, but I didn't get it. <laughs> wow. But yeah. So you didn't get it, but it's so weird. It's just so bizarre. I mean, you just described a cocktail of fucking vaccines, by the way. I, you, <laughs> you've got them all. Like that. That's insane. And you've had it twice. I, it just doesn't make sense to me. But I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I got the first vaccine uh, when it first came out, uh, February of 2021, I believe, and. Uh, that was it for me. Uh, I got it. I got it uh, early last year, something like that. Early this year. Early this year, I got it. And it, so you you probably got a. Um, oh wait, earlier this year you got the vaccine. It was like you December. It was December COVID. January. I, no 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 no. I got COVID December end of, end of December beginning of January. Oh okay. So so you did get Omicron, but you got like probably the the BA dot one or two or something like that. They're saying that these like three, fours and fives and the five is like the most prominent one right now. It's changing shit. So it's actually changing the effectiveness of the vaccine. The reason why mm. is because, or the reason why I have this knowledge is because I've had a lot of time on my hands. I was like just going to say, dude, out. like I, you know way <laughs> more about this shit than I do. I'm like, I, I, like I said, man, I got it at end of December, January. And I mean, I was sick for, you know, about six days and then I went on with, with the rest of my life and I've been fine since. So I'm like, I don't know, man. I, you know, it, it just, I think it's the luck of the draw at this point. Yeah. I, I okay. So really what it is, it, it's, it's, uh, how contagious it is and how it doesn't really give a fuck about, um, you know, previous infections and, right. and the, uh, vaccines that you've had before. You know, especially if you've had given it a little bit of time. So this is my personal PSA to everybody after having it, is that I thought I was cool, especially when I was, like, in a group with people who got it. And 
like in a practice spot that was like, you know, probably about an eight by eight or eight, eight by 10 space. Like I thought I was cool. I was like crowd surfing in Europe and no one was wearing masks and shit. And then suddenly like I just got it. I knew I had it too. Cause I was like, okay, I'm getting the sniffles. This is usually how I get a flu. That's, that's my symptoms. Right. Um, personally, like first I'll get like, it's weird too because I'll think I'll have I'll think I have allergies because I have allergies. So I start like, you know, nose flooding. I know that sounds gross, but <laughs> and then and then I'll and then I'll take like Zyrtec, Benadryl, or whatever, and then it gets better. It dries everything up. But I did that, and then as soon as we got back from uh, three three rivers or Trois Rivières or whatever fuck it's called. Um, I, I was like, oh shit, on the plane, I was like, I think I have something. So as soon as I got home that night, which was like, fuck, like midnight after all the travel woes, like I woke up at, at 6 a.m. in Trois-Rivois and uh, it got home at like midnight that same day. Right. And uh, dude, I tested and it was positive and I'm like, oh, that fucking mm-hmm. makes sense. Okay, cool. Right. Well, I'm glad you're on the mend. I mean, it, 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 like I said, it just, it's just crazy how it's, how it's reacting to everybody differently still. I mean, I was under the impression we were over this shit and then you tell me you got it and it actually kicked your ass. So I was like, Oh, motherfucker. But uh, I'm glad you're feeling better. I, I, I do have to mention that we just were texting last night realizing I just got back to Huntington beach from San Jose, California. And I realized afterward you were like, oh, no, I don't think we talked about it. And I was just talking to my uh, director and editor, and he was like, oh, no, I'm pretty sure you guys talked about it when we were talking about my bar and you uh, potentially coming down to Huntington and checking it out. So I did know you were in San Jose, and I completely snubbed you. I apologize. Oh, you didn't snub. I mean, we talked for <laughs> fucking two hours, and, like, who can remember everything about a two-hour conversation, especially when you're – doing it under pressure in a podcast or something and you're trying to look and 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 be neat and ask like all the right questions right i don't ask all the right questions <laughs> yeah well yeah you do in my opinion i think you do a fucking great job i love our podcast so it was a great chat it, i mean it was really really fun for me too and I hope that at least like maybe 10, 15 people watch it or something. So you'll make like 20 cents or I don't know how oh, that no. works. Yeah. You don't make money on podcasts. See, that's your first, <laughs> that's your first mistake is actually thinking there, even if there is 10 or 20 people listening, you make money on it. You don't really make money on podcasting. It's just a fun thing. <laughs> unless you, unless of that's- course I take that back. Unless of course you're like one of the top guys that are like doing a, sh- a shit ton of uh, uh, listens and that they've been doing it for like 10 years. I just got like into Joe Rogan. Yeah. I bet you Joe Rogan does pretty well. Not even pretty well. He does fucking amazing. So that that's a, that's a little different. I mean, he made a he made that contract. Uh, was it two years ago now? A year and a half ago, something like that, with Spotify for a hundred million dollars. So, but so again, that's crazy. So, but again, so that's, that's like the catalog. The, that's the catalog and and his oh, right, following, right. and he's been doing it for ten right. years. You know, right. it's like. Right. You've been doing it for a while, and and he's great at it. You know, he's the he's the pod he's the podfather man. So, it's it's, it's podfather great. Well, you know that that guy can really commentate some fucking fights. I, I'll yeah. I'll tell you, 
You know, so he already has something going for him. He's an amazing fucking comet. He knows how to fucking fight. He's in great shape. Uh, well, you know, the kid also, has a lot going for him. Well, he was also an actor too. That's that's that was before all that stuff in the nineties. He was on that uh, oh. Radio City. Uh, it was a show with one of the guys from yeah. New Kids in the Hall. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the name of the show, but he was one of the. He was an actor on that, and then he did Fear Factor, and then he did the UFC and podcasting, comedian. I mean, he's a he's a jack of all trades. Oh, what's going on, everyone? Brando here. Haven't been around for a while because I am busy. You know, I'm working five jobs to feed ten kids, and when it comes to dinner, I'm just looking for an easy way out. But there is a great thing that I have found to make my day a little easier. Factor Mills. Right now, I've got a black pepper and sage pork chop. I'm going to eat it right here on air with you because I want you to hear in real time how good this thing really is. So it's got a nice little sauce on it, nice grill marks. Like this thing is ready to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. This is some quality, quality pork right here. The nice thing is it's healthy. The amount of protein in this meal is broken down for me on the side of the packet. I don't even have to worry about it. I know once I eat this whole thing, my macros are going to be in balance. This is, this is what I need. This is good. Oh my God. It took two minutes for me to microwave this thing. All I had to do was sign up. Meals get shipped right to my house every week. They have a wide selection to choose from. Dude, they had dill-crusted chicken. They had chili. You want to check it out? Head over to factormeals.com slash drinkswithj50 and use code drinkswithj50 to get 50% off. That's code drinkswithj50 at factormeals.com slash drinkswithj50 to get 50% off. Yeah. I know it's a mouthful, but so is this meal. So I'm gonna keep eating it because, man, this is good. Yeah, yeah, he is. And and I used to watch um, the radio show. And fuck, I'm trying to remember the name too. And I should know it because like I'm totally, you know, like a '90s guy. And that came out in like the early '90s, like kind of around the same time. I think Friends came out or whatever, right? right? I believe it was even yeah, on. Yeah. It was even on a uh, uh, musty Thursdays <laughs> at a, at a at a time. I think it was in between. Like Friends and Seinfeld there for a short stint. Phil Hartman was in it too, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, Phil Hartman. I think that's why uh, like it, it became so big too, is because I mean obviously Phil Hartman was was huge back in those days and and whatnot. Oh, and then the one chick, the fucking redhead chick, was on that too. I forget her name, but mm. she's funny as hell. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of a lot of funny people, and he was on that show too. So that's you know that's that's where he he, he started, you know and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he was at the time that he made that deal. I think he was at like fourteen hundred episodes, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, something like that. So he'd been doing it for a long time. He's and again, he's doing it right. He's absolutely doing it right. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and I hope um all the best with your podcast too, because like when I look at it, I I just like I see everything, like all the elements that I would think like a podcast would be successful, like the great graphics, the follow-ups, like, I can't even believe, like, that you guys even put up the, uh, the, the lag wagon logo, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in the background, I'm like, dude, that's I'm Brandon, like, fuck man, that's, dude, your guy's fucking awesome because he like picked the perfect thing and he picked the perfect, like, um, like RKL slime font for, for, you know, my name and shit. Yeah. Dude radical you got a great fucking crew man they're doing it right thank you yeah they're doing it they're doing a great job with just two of my buddies and me doing this thing man we started doing it a couple years ago just 
kind of figuring it out as we go too. You know, that's the that's the great thing. This is a side project kind of for me, a passion project where, like I said, it's two of my buddies. We started doing this together, just having fun with it and just kind of learning as we go what works and what doesn't, which is which is fun because we all have other like jobs and, and, and main income stuff. So we're just kind of like, <laughs> this is just like our fun thing. Just see if we could figure it out and see what we can do. And through it, I'm getting to meet um, great people like yourself. You know, like I'm amazed that it took us this long to meet, uh, you know, cross paths rather since all those times that we've done, you know, uh, or friends of friends rather. And uh, living in Southern California, well, you're Central California, but still in the same area. And uh, it's I just, mean, I, I spent a lot of time in Southern California. Trust me, I'm sure. <laughs> a lot yeah. Of time. yeah, yeah. And it's just it's just interesting that like that's what it that's what it takes sometimes through this podcast for me is to reach out to some of some uh, really great people like yourself and have these conversations of bass player to bass player, all those all those fucking wonderful things. And it brings me back to getting to know you and, and befriending you to the point where we're texting each other almost every day now. And you mentioned when you listened back to the episode, you're like, uh, uh, oh, I remember the my favorite horror movie. And you you responded that to me before I had listened back to the episode. So I got to be honest, I was listening. I was like, what the fuck is Joe talking about? Why is he telling me about his favorite horror movie? Because, again, I didn't remember what we talked about a month ago. <laughs> well, you have a lot of podcasts, and I'm sure you, like, you're uh... – your plate is full, right? Like, so you, like, I've been in the video game industry for a long time. And when you have like constant projects and you have to manage constant projects all the time, you forget about small details like that. Oh, I actually no, no. got screwed at, I actually got screwed at Facebook because I was managing like, I don't know, like 90 projects all at the same time, all different stages of development. And because I forgot like one small detail, I got yelled at. <laughs> Well, that I mean, yeah, that happens in that. It, it's not that I'm overlooking the conversation. I just forgot that we did. I know that we talked about horror, obviously, um, and and our favorite movies, but I didn't remember you not being able to finish that because it, like it, like we said, we went on for two hours, and by the end of it, I was like, dude, I, it doesn't matter what we just talked about. I just I just got a new friend, you know. That's all I cared about, you know. So, oh man, well, thank you so much. Sorry about overlooking that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so you again. You were, we were texting back and forth. There was a few things you, that you were remembering that you were like, "Fuck, I wish I didn't say this." So, what is oh, your yeah. favorite? What what is your favorite horror movie character? Oh, okay. So so it's weird because um, obviously you saw you know um, my animatronic like Nathan and. Uh, and Michael Myers and, and whatever, right? Right. Uh, but like, I've I've always liked the the horror movies that didn't have like tons and tons of fucking sequels. So so my my one of my favorite horror writers ever is uh, Stephen King because his stories always fucking change, and then his like like killers or villains or like really fucking creepy subjects that do horrible things to people always change, you know, except for like it, right. You can look at it and you can look at other, um, you know, movies that he's done that has characters like that. Right. But for the most part, like he doesn't follow like the same thing, you know, he doesn't come out like a band with a bunch of albums all the time. So that's why I love his horror movies the best. And my, and my favorite killer, my favorite serial killer, because you would consider 
this car being a serial killer because it's killed multiple people is is fucking Christine. And that's my favorite serial killer. And that's for- it's a fucking badass old fucking creepy car that if it's like staring you down with that big huge fucking V8 you know you're going down. You can't outrun that motherfucker. And what movie was that? Or or what what book was that? So cuz you were texting me that and I was like I kind of remember this story, but I don't know if I couldn't remember if I had read it or seen it. it. It's a movie. It's it's a book and it's a movie. And it's just called Christine, huh? Christine, and it's it's about a car that is totally possessed from the factory. It's like a nineteen. Oh my god! It, it, it's like a nineteen sixty nine or nineteen sixty eight uh, Plymouth Fury. And it, it, it kills someone in the factory while it's being made and then just becomes possessed. <laughs> that's an amazing. So that's that's like the original AI. We're, we're not the original, obviously, but that's like that's along those lines. But like it's ahead of its time. Right. Because maybe a Tesla could do that now. But like there's no way a Plymouth Fury was going to do that. Well, so you can think of like iRobot and all those fucking weird like right. AI movies where you know, AI goes awry and then it does all bunch of horrible shit to people. I mean, we're talking about, you know, Terminator and, and that but this whole one, shit. But this one's possessed or is it, or has it become self-aware? It becomes possessed and self-aware. Wow. So, so it, it actually, um, because it's, I mean, the, I'm, I'm guessing the way it's rate, and this is all speculation for me. <laughs> I'm guessing the way it's it's like regulating all this energy and all this electricity is just from the car having that capability. So it's just going through the generator and then it gives like it starts talking through its radio. So whatever the person is like thinking, it puts on the right song for whatever the mood is. Wow. So kind of like uh, what was that Bumblebee in the Transformers movie? When he, when he yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, okay. and I think they and I think they got that from Christine. But if you've never seen it, and maybe if your fans have never seen it, you should see it. It's fucking awesome. But it's kind of cheesy because it's like you know, and it's an '80s movie, and and it's kind of like you wait, know, wait, wait, Cujo wait, 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 and Joe. other shit like that. Joe, are you What's trying that? to tell me the horror movie where the the car comes to life and kills people is cheesy? I I don't believe this for a second. That sounds way too <laughs> dead serious. Oh, along with those other fucking cheesy like eighty <laughs> horror movies? No way, dude. No way. No way. It's crazy. There's no way it was cheesy. Actually back then it was like fucking state of the art, dude. It scared oh, the hell sure. out of people. I'm sure. You I'm know? sure. That's that's always the fun the fun things about I I always loved horror movies. I was uh, you know, probably when I was about a teenager, I was watching the eighties ones. I mean, I grew up watching the eighties ones, but I was like five, six. I was, I had older brothers that see a little bit of it, but then like when I was really watching was, I was a teenager and by then they already had been dated. So I would go back to watch all these great movies. Most of them I'd still love and they'd hold up, they'd hold up pretty well. But then every once in a while you get like, these ones that were just, just dated and it took the entire scare out of the movie in so many ways that at that point I just would smoke weed and watch these movies and then kind of see them more as comedies than horror movies. And then I found the genre comedy horror, horror, and I love that. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Uh, um, like, uh, like Army Shaun of, of the 
like Shaun of the Dead. That's a good one. That was a good one too. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, one. that was a good one. I'm trying to think of older ones, but it was, I, I just thought of one just so I can name drop. But um, <laughs> no, it's but, perfect. But but but, but, but I, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Cheers to my first date after the divorce. I'm nervous. Relax, man. You got this. It's like riding a bike. Just make sure you check everything off the list and, you know, start pedaling. Wait, what is this list? I can't even remember anymore. Dude, come on. You know the list. Pick out the perfect outfit, get a haircut, clean out your car, and, uh, you know, maybe creep a little bit. Check out those socials. Just, you know, don't double tap a picture from five years ago and you're fine. And most importantly, make sure the ballroom is ready to accommodate. The ballroom? It's been six years. Well, dude, Manscaped has got you covered. Manscaped? Enlighten me, man. Manscaped, come on, bro. You could use this stuff. I can see your chest hairs poking through your shirt right now. You're a beast. They have this thing called the Mower 4.0. It's wet and dry ready. You could use it in the shower. They've got shampoo and conditioner, body wash, aluminum-free deodorant, and they even have anti-chafing ball deodorant. Anti-chafing deodorant? Anti-chafing ball deodorant, dude. You know the stuff you put under your arms? Same thing for the boys hanging down low. And uh, don't forget the Crop Reviver. Crop Reviver? What is this? <laughs> ball spray, dude. Look, you need this. Pull it up on your phone right now. Go to manscaped.com and you can thank me later. But you're sure this will work? Don't just take my word for it. It's just so fresh and clean down there. I'm like a bee to this flower. Wait, has she been down there the whole time? So head over to manscaped.com now and use promo code DWJ20 to receive 20% off your order and clean that shit up, you filthy animal. She got any friends down there? Only if you head to manscaped.com. Oh, we're both too kind to each other. This is not good podcasting. People are listening is like, oh, they're just trying to see who's going to... We're, we're just talking over well, each other. Well, let's talk over each other and see if people can figure it out. <laughs> no, I brought up smoking weed, though, because you had a good weed story, too. You were texting me. You you, you, you wanted to... Oh, yeah, yeah. So so a follow-up to that, and, and man, we digressed, because I think we had just like a, like a, a wonderful conversation, because we just went off on different things. I, I mean... I guess it's, when it's you're terrible, 52, it's terrible. It's terrible for people to listen to, but it's awesome to be a part of. <laughs> right, right. It, it's almost like we need to invite like everybody who listens to your podcast to like dinner some night, and we can just talk about it. That's not a which bad would idea. Which would be even, which would be even fucking more horrible. It would be like a convention <laughs> or something, and we'd have to go to a podium or something. <laughs> We can make each that happen, one at Joe. A time. We'll 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 continue texting each other. We can make that happen. <laughs> god, that sounds fucking horrible. Oh my god. I can't wait to but play wait, that back for you when we're actually doing that in a few years. That'll be hilarious. Yeah, you know what you can do? You can reverse punish people and they're like the lowest paying people on your podcast. You invite them, like make them think that they're all special, and then they get invited to something like that. <laughs> Oh, it's like dinner, dinner, dinner for schmucks or whatever. No, 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 no fucking dinner, no <laughs> drinks, no nothing. It's like a at a shitty fucking pink Holiday Inn that's in the middle Ooh. of nowhere. That actually sounds fun though. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. Maybe we could have it at the Peak Motel and then um, have some skaters come by, and at least they can watch some skaters skate. That would be awesome. Yeah. Well, um, let's get back to that so, weed story. Yeah, so exactly. This is what we're doing. We digress. Yeah, well, I want to get right. <laughs> so, so during so during that story, um, I, I was like starting to talk about my my um, video game, you know, industry career and all that other stuff. 
And I, I, I guess I started saying like, oh, and you put this, I, I believe, on Instagram too, where it said like, oh shit, it just got to the point where I just didn't have any money when I smoked pot. So it's like, yeah. So I, I, so I quit smoking pot at that point. I quit smoking pot. And then I started selling pot and oh my fucking God, dude. Like when I quit smoking pot and then found a dealer to give me weed at a fucking video game company. I mean, come on, dude. I got paid more money selling weed at my job at fucking Sony PlayStation than I ever did at my paycheck. So I make like, I don't know, this was like... Uh, let's say 2003 and I would make like maybe 450 bucks a week, but I would make a, like 1200 bucks selling weed each Friday. <laughs> Dude, that's fantastic. I mean, that's, that's kind of like, uh, I don't know. Or, you really pick your spots like a Girl Scout cookie, uh, sell, uh, stand could be right outside of that Sony PlayStation too, right? Well, well, really know your customers, and I think right. video game testers are probably one of the best people and safest people to sell to because they're mostly just like fucking like nerdy white guys who just stay at home all the time. It's not like selling this shit on the street. These guys would never fucking narc on you ever. They'd be afraid to go outside and smoke a joint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just at home smoking weed, playing video games. There's nothing wrong with that. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. No, it was the safe. It was the safest uh, illegal job I've ever had. And uh, I would like my parents gave me their minivan, and one year, and yeah. that's how I delivered. And I would deliver, always deliver, because like if you're just like, God, oh, you know, I'm not coming over. That's just like another stoner or another stoner selling pot, right? I'd be like. Since I wasn't smoking it, I'll be like, dude, I'll be right over. How many fucking eights do you want? And I'd sell all my weed in a fucking minivan, and I would keep all my weed in a ball jar so it wouldn't smell. So if I got, like, pulled over, I'd be like, hey there, officer. How's it going? And he wouldn't smell anything. Sober. Wow. Dead sober. Yeah. I would never be drunk when I was, like, you know, selling weed and all that other stuff. But, yeah, so that's, that's one thing I wanted to mention because I never got to that because – we digress, but right. and maybe there's other points in the podcast where I did that too. But I think overall, I listened to it. I thought it was pretty good, and you know, I, I hate listening to myself. I really do. Mm-hmm. I have the worst voice ever. I sound like a little fucking, uh, I don't know, like Taiwanese boy or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have said I, that, but a lot of people probably think I have a, I have a I have a strange voice for podcasting too. So I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Well, are you a short dude? I am. Yeah, five foot six. Wait, you're what? I'm five foot six. You say, am I short, dude? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. My my earbud keeps popping out of my <laughs> ear, but uh, but yeah, dude. Same with me, except I'm fifty two, so I'm probably more like five four. 
they're almost like the same person. You keep on Dude. saying that all the time. It's like it's so every crazy. time. Every time you say something, like when you were like, "Yeah, man, I'm sick," and uh, you know, I got COVID, and it's going to my lungs, and which is a problem because I got asthma. I'm like, dude, I got asthma, but it only flares up when I when I get sick. And then, dude, it was so funny that allergies, bass playing, horror movies, selling weed. I mean, I don't know. I mean, did we just become best friends? Oh, uh, stealing our, our fucking brother's gear on our skateboards. Right, that too. <laughs> There's too many things. Too many things, Joe. There's too many fucking things. Why? Hey, man, why in the hell weren't you around when I was fucking growing up? God damn it. I could have used you, buddy. Right on. <laughs> fucking right back at you, man. <laughs> well, dude, uh, I got to say thank you so much for the time. Thank you for uh, the follow-up call. We will uh, keep in touch. And uh, if there's anything else you need, you need to come back on and talk about. And, and then, of course, now that you're feeling better. Now that I'm out of San Jose, we could actually somehow meet up again. Uh, but I'd love to actually meet in person, share a drink and, and, a, and a couple laughs with you. Yeah, for sure, man. If you're seeing your um, sister-in-law in, in San Jose, I don't know where she lives, but text me and, and let me know. I live like right downtown and we're like a block away from the Ritz. So that's like the punk rock club or the rock club that it, like has – everybody coming in of Santa, like in and out of San Jose. So it's like okay. good riddance. I mean, you know, like, um, and like basically fucking everybody who comes in and out, like the urethane's coming and playing, uh, a little while. Um, uh, the last show of the faction was there. Uh, the, I saw the super suckers there and it's weird, dude. Like a band like the super suckers will go and play there. And there's like, 150 people, 200 people. I don't know why San Jose sucks so hard, but it's still a great show because you can actually see people and fucking hang out and get drinks and stuff. So, anyways, Dude, I, awesome. I love the risk. Oh, I love. Yeah, I mean, I'd love a, to go there. I didn't, I didn't know that. So yeah, you got to show me around a little bit because we were just there, uh, like as I said, to visit my sister-in-law. So, um, we we stayed downtown. I went to a little market area that has like a bunch of new restaurants, I guess, and you kind of. Order drinks. San Pedro and, Square. Yeah, San Pedro Square. That was awesome. That was That's nice been there stuff. for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I'll, and that's right by my house, too. I could have walked down there if I didn't have, have wow. COVID. Yeah. Or skateboarded down there in like five minutes and would have met you there. Dude, that, yeah. My bad. We'll, we'll make it happen next time. I'll, I'll be there or next time you're in SoCal. You hit me up and we'll get together and, and, and share a drink. That that sounds awesome, man. Uh, sorry to keep you longer, but whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and and thanks everybody for listening too. I, I appreciate that everybody has um, some kind of interest in in RKL and my history to to even give a listen. I just want to say that I appreciate all my fans and I, and I appreciate you know you and I appreciate all the fans of your band and and uh, also like uh, like Dave Ron also told me that um, that that your singer. Uh, like one time Joey was was like on tour and had like this was previously to his bad voice now hmm. um, and, and then he was having trouble like like 20 years ago and, and your fucking singer reached out and, and was like if there's anything that he needs uh, just give him my number and, and and tell him if he needs anything and and so Dave reminded me of that, and I just wanted to push that out too on your band for Beast is just so fucking cool to everybody oh, and man. offering help and everything else like that. It's just like, man, it's mad props, and 
And after like, uh, you know, talking to you and, and I haven't met, met the rest of your band, but I'm sure they're just as fucking cool as well. And I just hope that we, you know, probably, you know, I don't know, play a festival or meet up somewhere and we can play together and hang out and shit. And, yeah, man. And it'll be awesome. And if not, absolutely. we should just try to make some time to do it. Anyways, yeah. no, I won't absolutely. take up your no, no. time much longer. You're not taking up my time. Don't worry about it, man. I just, yeah, the, all those things are absolutely true. Like, we've always just been huge fans of Joey, the lagwagon, you guys, like everybody, like you guys uh, shaped a lot of our, of a lot of our childhood there too, with all the punk rock you guys are putting out. So we appreciate it. That, that, that helped us uh, forge through a lot of our careers too. So, you know, just paving the way, appreciate that. Just let you know it's all, it's all on both sides of the table, man. Cool. Right on. But uh, yeah. Oh, the Josh Brolin thing. You did bring that up again. Someone commented. So we did, we did put up this thing on Twitter uh, where people could vote if they believe Josh Bowen was actually in RKL or not. Uh, we talked about okay. it on the podcast. We put it up. So you go find it on Twitter uh, at Drinks with Johnny. Um, but someone commented and said that on the One uh, One Life to Live uh, podcast uh, with Toby Morse, I guess Josh said that he was replaced um, in the garage band that he was in, and that band became RKL. Well, you know what? What an honorable motherfucker. I'll tell you that right now. Because here he is, like, you know, knowing there's heat coming on. And I'm glad he clarifies it. But you know what? I'm serious. Like, we have in, we have an RKL documentary, like, in the works right now. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to just say that he is an honor, honorary member. <clears throat> you know, I don't want to be a bad dude and talk shit and, like, be like, fuck him, he's a big-time actor, he's just trying to fucking, you know, like, do this. I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what, Josh Brolin? You were an RKL, man, and I'll give you that badge, (laughs) you know, because I think he's fucking rad, and I think he's a cool dude for even just mentioning us in the first place, and and, and if he wants any part to be in, like, the documentary and just talk about his history with RKL, I encourage him to get a hold of, you know, us through Instagram or whatever, or the producer that, that we're doing this documentary with and uh, and just be on board with this like incredible journey. And I mean, fuck, man, as far as RKL is concerned, dude, we're, this band is like done, dude. It's done. You know, we might do like RK Aliens and play like shows with Tony Tempesta or whatever from Municipal Waste and, mm. and have shows like that, which would be awesome. But you know, it, it, as far as everybody who listened to RKL or like just hung around with the group, they're all fucking RKL members. So, hey, everybody, you're all members of RKL, so you can say that now. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, I, I'm sure I'm sure he's listening. and He could reach out through me as well, and we'll we'll, we'll get all that figured out. Uh, but uh, thanks again, Joe. I'm gonna let you go, man. I appreciate the time. I'm glad you're feeling better, and uh, we'll be talking soon. All right, man. Love you, buddy. Love you too, late. Wait. Wow, that was a great follow-up conversation with Joe Raposo. Uh, Raposo, I keep saying Raposo. Raposo, little Joe, you know who the fuck it is from Lagwagon and RKL, and uh, a little bit in the me first in the Gimme Gimme's as I mentioned at the top. So much fun getting to know Joe, becoming friends with him. I gotta go though now, guys. Until next time, as always. Cheers. <laughs>
pay you. Do you have any plans this year? <laughs> How's that going? Did you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Paisen and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at 2020-D.com, SoundTalentMedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app. Hi, this is Paul Phelps. And this is Monica Strutt. And we're from the Daily Music Business Podcast. We're joined by a number of other really great hosts in creating daily content with great advice for independent musicians just like you. That's right. We put out episodes daily on all topics from music marketing to branding, advice on signing with a manager and label and anything else you need to up-level the business side of your music career. We've got it covered. Subscribe to the Daily Music Business Podcast today on your favorite podcast catcher. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform.